a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we attempt to slow things down, help you separate the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, and help you make the news make sense on a Tuesday. And uh, there is a lot going on. We're uh, watching as we speak. Uh, Attorney General William Barr is testifying before House lawmakers today, and uh, we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, Started off with a bit of fireworks, and I suspect uh, we haven't seen the end of that. Uh, A lot of that going on today. Uh, Always want you to be part of our conversation, and you can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, 57500. Weigh in on whatever you're thinking about today, as long as we can elevate a conversation or have uh, an interesting discussion. That doesn't mean we have to agree. We just have to disagree better. Uh, That's what it's really all about as we try to move conversations forward in a significant way. And uh, as we mentioned yesterday, uh, there's, there's just a lot happening, a lot going on. Uh, coming up at 11:35 today, we'll be uh, breaking down uh, some of the Trust Act from Senator Mitt Romney that he is trying to fold in as part of the next round of coronavirus uh, support that will be voted on probably later this week. Uh, and he's uh, done a, a real bipartisan effort uh, that will break down and take a look at what it means in terms of Social Security, Medicare, and the Highway Trust Fund. Uh, all things which are rapidly running out of money uh, over the next couple of years. So we'll we'll break that down. That was a big campaign promise for Senator Romney when he ran, and uh, he's trying to deliver on that and doing some good bipartisan work uh, to make that a reality. So we'll get into that. And uh, as always, uh, we we want to uh, break down the news of the day. And so let's let's go to that now. Let's shift gears. Let's go to uh, Attorney General William Barr again. As I mentioned, he is testifying before Congress this morning. And it was delayed a little bit. Chairman Nadler uh, was actually in a uh, the car he was traveling into the Capitol was in an accident. So they delayed the hearing about an hour or so. Uh, he was not hurt in that accident and uh, took his spot there uh, as the chairman. And uh, as he began, uh, he uh, he did what has become very common in the House, uh, in the subcommittees there. This is the House Judiciary Committee that we're talking about. And uh, Chairman Nadler started off uh, with a welcome and a little bit of a zinger, uh, as has become the norm in this committee. Thank you for being here, Mr. Barr. According to the Congressional Research Service, this is the first time you have appeared before the House Judiciary Committee, both during your first tenure as Attorney General 30 years ago and during your current service in the Trump administration. Your tenure has been marked by a persistent war against the department's professional corps in an apparent attempt to secure favors for the president. 
All right, so that's uh, Chairman Nadler, uh, and again, uh, has become very common in these House hearings. You you welcome them, you thank them for their service, and then you proceed to lambast them with uh, whatever you're going after for your social media moment. Uh, so Chairman Nadler let it off that way. Uh, we then saw some sparks fly uh, with Representative Jordan from uh, Ohio. Uh, that got uh, very interesting uh, as he kind of ranted against his uh, Democratic colleagues. Uh, and then it was uh, time for uh, the attorney general uh, to make some opening comments and to get specific. And uh, here's what uh, the attorney general said in his opening statement. You say I helped the president's friends. The, the cases that are cited, the Stone case and the Flynn case, are both cases where I determined uh, that some intervention was necessary to rectify the rule of law. All right. Uh, so, again, he's uh, a lot of the case that is being made against the attorney general uh, does deal with the political component, his political discussions with President Trump and uh, the president's reelection campaign. Uh, how much was uh, influenced uh, in terms of some of the other action that is uh, happening? Obviously, we've got uh, civil unrest. We've got uh, issues going on uh, with law enforcement uh, around the country and uh the attorney general trying to figure all of that out uh, and uh, taking some some pretty heavy heat there uh, in his uh, opening remarks and in some of the early questioning. Again, this will go on throughout the day today. Uh, we'll we'll keep you up to the minute uh, here on KSL News Radio. Uh, but we also want to get to some uh, some of the other news. We want to get uh, a quick update as it relates to our moonshot moment, our opportunity to really push forward uh, towards. Labor Day and crushing and quelling the coronavirus. It's the final countdown. All right. Well, we are uh, well underway in terms of uh, really looking at what each of us can do and what are we willing to do if we uh, if we want to make sure that uh, schools are open and in. If we want to make sure high school athletics is is happening. If we want to make sure. Uh, that our businesses can thrive, if we want to make sure that small businesses have a fighting chance to uh, work their way out of the economic downturn uh, that's been caused by the coronavirus, uh, all of those things. We need to simply ask, what am I willing to do? And if that is wearing a mask, if that's keeping social distance, if that's not gathering in large groups, what, whatever that may be, uh, we need to make sure we're doing it. And, and we've seen some some things change. We know that uh, uh, Angela Dunn uh, from the state uh, has talked about the fact that, hey, we, we just might make the goal of, of being under 500 cases a day uh, by August 1st. That's kind of one benchmark we're looking at. We're trying to punch through that. I think one of the biggest challenges we have is we often become very target driven. It's like, OK, if we can just do this until this day. Uh, I see this in businesses all the time. Uh, you become target driven as opposed to a what I call a punch through strategy. Uh, and so while we definitely want to make sure we get under 500 cases before August 1st, uh, I want to punch through that. Uh, I want the people of the state of Utah to be able to punch through that we can get to Labor Day and that we can really be in a space where we can lead, where we can lead out in terms of economic recovery, where we can lead out in terms of what's going on with our kids, uh, whether that's K through 12 or in our higher uh, institutions of higher education. Uh, we want to be leading in all of those fronts, and uh, we can do that if we come together. Again, we've called it the uh, the moonshot, uh, and as 
President Kennedy talked about that moonshot many years ago. He talked about it both in terms of, hey, we're going to do this not because it's easy, but because it's hard. But but a lot of people miss what he said right after that. He said it will it will marshal and channel the best that is within us, our skill, our technology, our effort, our vision. And, and that's really what we have to do as we look at dealing with a, a virus that nobody really knows how this is going to play out for the long term. Uh, that's why it is a novel coronavirus. So we don't really know how everything's going to react. We don't know what fall will bring. But we do know, we do know we can make a difference today. Uh, and that's what we're asking everyone to do. Whatever it is that you say, hey, I can do that uh, to help out. I can do that to make sure my kids get in school. Or I can do that to make sure that uh, those of my loved ones who are vulnerable or susceptible to this kind of virus, uh, I'm willing to do that. And we're going to do it till Labor Day. And we're going to do it together. Uh, again, you can go to our Facebook page and check that out. You can go uh, to moonshot.deseret.com. Uh, tell us you're in. Tell us what you're doing. Tell us tell us how's it going. What are you seeing out there in the community? Uh, I was out of town last week, as you know, and came back in and, uh, you know, I went to Walmart. I went to Costco, went to a few other places, uh, and people were wearing masks. And that's great. That's what we, we want to see. Uh, and, again, looking at what we can do to really crush and quell the virus, uh, it is our big moonshot moment. And, again, we, we do this not because it's easy but because it's hard and because it will call forth the best that's in us. Uh, and nobody does that better than Utah. And so we can continue to do that and lead out. And I, uh, as I have said many times, uh, I don't think there is anywhere in the world that is better positioned to lead out post-pandemic economy than Utah. We have all the right pieces in place. Uh, We're going to need real leadership to do that. We're going to need citizens that are fully engaged and on board and and ready to engage, ready to engage in society in the right way, ready to engage in the economy with everything we got, ready to engage in higher education and the education of our children uh, and all kinds of things. If you missed yesterday, we had uh, President Ruth Watkins from the University of Utah joined us And she talked about some of the interesting lessons that she has learned and that the university has learned through the pandemic. If you missed that, uh, make sure you go and check that out on the KSL News Radio app uh, by our friends at Any Hour Services uh, or go to our Facebook page as well. It's a great interview and tremendous insight, not just for higher education, for all of us to be thinking about as it relates to the pandemic. All right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, Janetta Williams from the NAACP is going to join us. We're going to talk about diversity moving forward and the life of John Lewis. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives the realities of grief and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. 
Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.